Part two. Part two, part two, part two. Where we're talking about relationships. Wait, can we do like a like a symphony right now? <laughs> All okay. right, you start it. Oh, let's Shana do like a little acapella part two. Like. All of us at the same time? <laughs> yeah, so like you have to do the same like repetitive part two, but like right. in different voices, I think. Like, but right. you do the same and then Shaman does a different pitch and I do a different pitch. I think it'd be really fun. All right, on the beat, ready? Two, one. Part two, part two, part two. Two, 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 two. <laughs> We're all supposed to go at the same time. I'm so confused and I am not <laughs> singing on recording. <laughs> part two. I'm trying to think if I'm going to remove this or not from the real recording. At this point, I think I'm tempted to just leave it in. <laughs> Embarrass you in front of everybody. I mean, it's this. I, you know, there's a lot that it takes a lot for me to get like actually embarrassed. I think I can get be like a little bit like, oh, that's a little bit like I don't want that. But you know, it's I don't not a very easily embarrassed person. I'd say, yeah, fucking do it. I dare you. Actually, I want I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna fucking do it now. Now whoa, you've whoa, riled whoa. me up. All right. Communication. Shaman has a little uh, example, real life example, part of the relationship building. Go. <laughs> Way to put me on the spot. All right. <laughs> so communication, I think, is I know it's super cliche, but my God, it is the most important part of relationships. Like end of story, fa- friendship, parent, romantic, uh, work co-workers boss like everything communication is essential yeah if you want your bitches then you better communicate it to them because Mm -hmm. the bitches don't know otherwise okay communication i just want to chime the fuck in because i'm over here like hand motioning shanlin like snapping and shit at her because fuck like this is something we have both had to fucking learn like everybody who wants good relationships like you know the key is fucking communicating open communication Mm -hmm. and it's really communication is very hard it's really hard like get your point across because you are different from whoever you're talking to right like to get your point across so that they will understand it right Mm -hmm. that's very difficult and then also like most of the times we need to communicate is because we feel a certain way and sometimes like when we feel angry or sad or upset like it kind of makes us communicate badly in Mm -hmm. in ways that are only in our own heads like this is how I feel you know (laughs) and so like it's communication is fucking hard but it is so cliche it's cliche for a fucking reason Mm -hmm. people Mm -hmm. for a reason Fucking communicate, people. God damn it. Go ahead, Sean. Sorry. I just, God. God damn I'm just, oh, see what you're failing. Shit. Yes. Thank you, Esther. Thank you for emphasizing that. I needed that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, this is such a, like, minor thing, but 
this is just, it's something that is real life and it has come up before in uh, Ely and my relationship where this man that I love and I have made a home with and we live together um, just has a block on fully closing like cabinet doors and drawers. Ooh. Oh, I didn't know you had that problem, Ely, because I, my name is Esther and I also have a problem <laughs> closing fucking cat. You see my closets open actually behind me. Yeah, I never close, close it, anything. Close it. She's been looking at it and you need to close it right now. No, I honestly, it's bad. I just, I, dude, I don't know if I, it has something to do with like my brain. It doesn't look wrong to me to have something open. It's just like there to me. Yeah. <laughs> So this is something that drives me crazy, (laughs) drove me crazy when we first moved in together. And it's because I uh, just genuinely didn't understand like how this could be something that somebody doesn't notice, right? It's just like you said, Esther, you just don't like see it. It's just not something that you can visually see that's annoying to you. And so when I first, you know, noticed this and whatever, I could communicate it in a very unhealthy way. And I definitely did at first. I was like, dude, what's wrong with you? Like, you can't close doors and drawers. Like, what were you raised in a barn? Like that old American saying of like, oh my God, like, hello, come on. I know you can do this. And, you know, as we progressed in our relationship and as I progressed in (laughs) my growth, it's like, well, you're not going to get anywhere by doing that. But you also need to communicate it and not just let it fester. Because if I just didn't say anything, which was something else that I did for a while, I went for the unhealthy, (laughs) mean communication. Then I went for, okay, I'm not going to say anything at all. And I'm just going to ignore it. But I know I can't ignore it. It's not something that I actually can ignore. It bugs me. And so then So I, instead of not saying anything and letting it build up, then I was like, okay, I need to talk about this, but in a healthy way, in a nice way, in a way that's not like accusatory and rude. (laughs) And so, you know, I would come to Ely and be like, hey, I super appreciate the way, like the fact that you put away the dishes. That was awesome. I would also just love if you could maybe be a little more cognizant of closing the cabinet doors and the drawers fully when you're done with them. You know, it's not something that is a huge deal, but I would just really appreciate it. And that's just a much better way to talk to someone about it. And you're actually going to see a difference, which I have seen a difference. And Ely, you know, isn't 100%, but it's not something that bothers me that much anymore because it's not like every cabinet door is open and every drawer is open, which did used to happen. He, he will admit it. I'm not trying to, (laughs) you know, he would say, I remember you would joke with your friends, you know, I put away the dishes when every single cabinet door is open. (laughs) And so (laughs) it's something that, you know, it's come up and now it's something that I'm like, okay, we have made like this path together of he has worked on this a lot and I have made it. So I'm like, okay, it's okay. If you know, it's not a hundred percent, I don't care. We're at 80% and I'm happy, but I had to communicate about it in a good way, in a nice way, in a healthy way. I love that. So I was going to give my side of it. Cause I think this is a great example, even though it's something very, it's like not a big deal, right? Like it's, it's not like a, 
Well, let me back up before I get myself in trouble here. So from my side of it, first, I didn't even realize I did it until somebody pointed it out to me. So number one, literally didn't even like if you ask me, look at the kitchen, what do you see? I would be like, it's a kitchen. I wouldn't notice that every cabinet was open. Then it went to, okay, I realize it. But number two, I didn't realize the importance or that I didn't see that it was important to close them. I didn't even think it was a big deal. That was number two. And then once we had this conversation, it was like, okay, now I'm aware of it. And then, oh, it, it's not it's not the move. She doesn't like it or <laughs> it doesn't look nice. You know, I see that the kitchen looks less nice because of it. Now I see the importance of it. So let me take the extra second. Now it's part of the process. And yes, I'm not 100% still, but I'm at least I'm aware of it. And the way that it was presented to me, it wasn't like, hey, dude, well, imagine, let's give bad examples. Bad example would be, you never close it, or you're making fun of me for never doing it. Oh, you know, you did it just because everything is open. I would say that, right? You know, I put away the dishes because everything's open. But if Shaolin always made fun of me for it, I wouldn't understand that she actually wanted me to close them. I would just think that she's pointing out something funny. Yeah, like, oh, that's just a little quirk you have instead yeah. of. And not until we were mature enough to have a conversation for her to be comfortable enough to be like, look, dude, you're doing this. And it's not, I like that you're putting away the dishes. Thank you. But let's go all the way with it. It doesn't look nice because A, B, and C. Now I understand. And now after we've had this communication, this conversation, now I understand that I need to do it. You have to like relay it correctly, not harass the person into doing this or not doing that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, um, I mean, I love that because it's, it's so simple, but those little tiny things, honestly, that is the, that's how resentment builds. It's the little things that build up over time. It's not one, it's not, she didn't leave like there's like a thing called like she left me because of dirty dishes or some shit. She didn't fucking leave your ass because of dirty dishes. <laughs> it's because you just like it's been a constant thing. And like you and even if she tried to talk to you, you didn't listen and you didn't. And it's not even that you necessarily have to care about that. It looks good because no matter what to me, it doesn't matter. But because I care about you. I care about your feelings. I want to do this for you, right? <laughs> and that is the distinction. We do things for the other person, even if we don't necessarily care. We respect that person enough to understand that they care about it enough, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I love that. That Snaps for Esther. Mm, yes. For you guys, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like... I love that, you know, you guys had a conversation about it and you brought it up in a way that was like, hey, thank you for doing this. And obviously I appreciate everything that you do. And I personally would appreciate it more if, you know, you could just take that extra step. Right. And you didn't. And, and just him not having the fucking awareness because dude, I'm the same way, man. And like, <laughs> literally, I remember like, I used to live with my partner's like parents. And she literally was like, 
jokingly saying that they were going to remove all the fucking doors, <laughs> the cabinet doors, like passive aggressively joking that they were going to do that. And I didn't understand because I was like, oh, she's like joking or something. Yeah. But I didn't understand she wanted me to close the fucking doors because yeah. she didn't communicate to me like, hey, can you please mm -hmm. close these? I really dislike when they're like this. Yeah. It, it bothers me. And it's like, oh, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to inconvenience you. I don't want you to have to be bothered by something I'm doing, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. But because she wasn't like up front, like, hey, close these. And she was joking, I'm going to take the doors out. And so I'm like, oh, okay, why though? Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> Yeah. And I love uh, what you touched on there with passive, like being passive aggressive, because that is such a thing, too, that I used to do all the time. And no one's going to know what the hell you want if you're being passive aggressive. It's usually vague and it's always rude. <laughs> so people just aren't going to get it. Yeah. And if you don't nail this down, you guys, communication in the relationships, the alternative is. You're not going to communicate it. You're going to let things build up. You're going to cause more resentment. And when you're not communicating with each other, imagine like you're playing the narrative in your head. You're getting more amped up and that just like feeds into the resentment. So you can either do it or not do it, but know that if you don't do it, it's going to lead you down a path that you maybe don't want to be going down. And um, I, I mean, since we're telling stories, I want to tell like a non-romantic relationship story that's... I think very pertinent to like, if like effective communication too, is like, so um, one of my friends, she, I noticed, right. Just from her body language, like when we would hang out with people, like, like if it's just me and her, we're out doing stuff or we're home, totally normal, kind, loving, everything's fine. But then sometimes when we're with other people, I notice there's kind of a shift in body language, maybe not quite as perhaps, you know, like patient and like just, I just noticed a shift, right? But it's so little that I didn't even think it's important to bring it up. But we've been friends for a while now and builds up and I notice it every time. And then in my head, I'm like, she must not like me very much in these situations. It's my fault. Like, what am I doing? And because I'm like, it's so little, but it's starting to build. Right. And it's not necessarily, I resent her, but like, that's the building block right there of me being like, this is my fault. What can I do? And like me playing this fucking guessing game instead of just being mm -hmm. like, Hey, can I talk to you? You know, I just noticed these little shifts. And it's, you know, makes me feel like maybe I'm doing something wrong. And, you know, I like maybe that you don't like me anymore or something, you know. And like her basically, like our conversation, it came to my attention that like I'm literally playing something else in my head. And I have actually no idea what's going on in her head, right? And what I realized after that talk is like, she is so different from me. And like, I'm a loud fucking bitch. I'm like unfiltered, laugh loud as fuck singing around her. I say vulgar ass shit all the time. I talk about my titties all the time. <laughs> I was when in doubt, titties out, baby. When in doubt, titties out. When in doubt, titties out. That's the kind of shit. I'll like chant that shit straight up. Okay. In the store and stuff. Right. And like, 
And straight up, it makes her uncomfortable, but she literally deals with those things. And because she loves me so much, like she's willing to be around me, even though that is something she would never fucking do in her life. She doesn't like eyes on her, but she's willing to do that because she loves me so much. And I would have literally never known that if I didn't just talk to her about my feelings and talk to her about what I noticed, right? And it is like a little pattern that I noticed. And it's like, so we came to this conclusion is like, oh, okay, like nothing really has to change. It's just that my perception is now changed that, okay, mm. she loves me that much. It's not that she doesn't like me. She loves me that fucking much. She deals with that for me, right? And so then I have like a new appreciation for what she's doing instead of in my head thinking, oh my God, she doesn't like me. What is wrong with me? And, you know, just mm -hmm. going down a negative spiral like that. Just fucking talk. <laughs> have that goddamn conversation so that you're not left in the dark guessing what's going on because none of us are mind readers. We have mm -hmm. to communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. And you can guess all you want. Just like this example, you could still be wrong and totally misinterpret the situation. And it's something out of left field that you didn't expect. But had you talked to them about it when it first came up or whatever, when it was first appropriate to talk about it, then you could have avoided all this emotional or, you know, mind stress. Mm -hmm. Exactly. One other thing I was thinking of that you just brought up, Esther, that I think is appropriate is... Um, What's that test that we take to tell what kind of your love language is? Mm, yeah. It's what is that called? The love language. Love languages. <laughs> well, you got it right. Them. You, you got so it right, the, baby. You remember. So the love language test, you guys. We took it. Esther loves these types of tests. She's always like, you guys oh, got to take dude. this test. Take a fucking survey. I want to know. Put me in a fucking box, baby. I want to know about me. Box me up. If I'm not mistaken, it has like four different languages, right? That you um, identify or resonate with you. And you could be somewhere in the middle, obviously, but one of the languages was actions. That's the one that was um, appropriate for me, right? Acts of uh, service. Acts of service. Acts of service. Acts of okay. Service. See, I'm like, I'm close. not remembering so this. Do you guys, so do you guys remember the other job, one? Yeah. One of them is touching, like touching, physical touch, physical physical touch. touch gift giving, acts of service, uh, words of affirmation. Bitches. Bitches. Words of affirmation. Okay, so <laughs> for me, right, though, it was acts of service. So, like, do something for me. If I come home and I see dinner was made, I see there was cleaning done, I see there was something that showed me you thought of me while I was away or while I was there, and you did it because I, w I don't want to do this for me. I want to do this for you. That, to me, screams, I love you. Mm -hmm. for me same I mean for me it's uh what what is the uh, one um words of affirmation and acts of service it's like those two combinations like sh sure way straight way right into my fucking heart like tell me why I'm special why you love me and say those things that make me feel heard and cared for and then also show them to me with your fucking actions. Why? So just to finish the love language, the, the other one is gifts, right? So being gifted, the more gifts, gifts equal love. So if you're thinking of me, if you love me, then you're going to gift me. What was the last one that you just said? Physical touch. 
physical touch. Touch me, damn it. Hold my hand. Give me a hug. Mm-hmm. Cuddle with me. That yes. shows me love. Mm-hmm. So is it, it's important for us not to just know our own, but to know our partner's mm-hmm. love language. So then you can reciprocate that. You might be showing them your love in the way that you know how or that you would want, but you're not doing it in the way that they would want. Understand mm-hmm. it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think this is a really important test. Yeah. Friendship relationships, not just, you know, romantic necessarily, but probably more romantic geared towards, but it's important for all of us. So love language test. Do it. Just (laughs) Google that puppy. You know, Uncle Google knows the way, damn it. Uncle Google. (laughs) All right. Game time. I feel like the... The song changed. The game song changed. I'm doing different songs. Ooh. I'm recruiting. Well, but baby. like, shouldn't it be Which like the same song? Though? Dude, we're different. We're crazy. Every Just day, some we're people different. People get a precedent that like that's just insane. Yeah. Consistency. Oh my god. Fine. Fine. You know what? You guys are no fun. <laughs> Here we go. God, I hate you. <laughs> I accidentally played it twice. So. <laughs> Welcome to the game. Thank game you for tuning time, in. Game time. Let's play the game. Let's play the game. Let's play the game right now. <laughs> Future Esther's problem. Future Esther's problem. <laughs> it's my favorite song. So, Shaman, what were you going to say? You'd like to give me a game. I'd like to give you a little game. Because you're like, it's important. I thought we talked about it. Yours was acts of service. And? And physical touch or words of affirmation. (laughs) Well, do the number one or number two? Yeah, which is it? Physical touch touch. or words of affirmation? (laughs) Physical (laughs) touch. She wants to be touched. That's so strange because, like, honestly... I I mean, maybe that's like only like a partner thing for you then because I like purposefully don't touch you as much because I feel like, you know, you don't like that. So I try hug to be me, a little baby. more. I want it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I hug you and I'm like all up in your grill all the fucking time. But like, okay, maybe I don't. You're always all up in my grill. Do I tell you to knock okay. it up in my grill? That's true. Okay. <laughs> You're so, like right behind me every time I'm cooking. <laughs> every every fucking time, you guys. Shalman's cooking in the kitchen. And I literally, I want to be a part of whatever the fuck <laughs> she's doing. I want to see everything. I want to be in there with her. So I literally have my chin on her fucking shoulders looking at what she's doing. <laughs> hey. true true i heard that yes and do i tell you to get away from me or no that's true that's true she goes sup dude (laughs) like okay (laughs) all right game time game time game time right meow 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 so I'm going to put you two on the spot, all right? And you're going to switch roles halfway through. <clears throat> Get ready. Oh, oh, that kind of game, is it? Mm-hmm. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining us. Welcome. We are going to have a very special game tonight, and there's going to be a special prize at the end. Whoa. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so for the first example, I want a bad example of a relationship conversation between romantic partners where one person is 
disengaged or not doing it right. And that person is going to be Sean Lynn. And well, as- you, well, you're going to have to set up the scene though, dog. All right. Oh, okay. Sorry. What am I though? I'm the good partner. You're the good partner. <laughs> so you want to be heard. You're trying to be engaged. You're doing your best. And Sean Lynn, the bad partner in this situation is disengaged. She's not giving you the attention. She's not caring and not reciprocating. Do you need more setup? So we're partners, you know, she, we're, we're, you know, we're eating together mm-hmm. and I'm try you know, I came back from work and I'm trying to have a conversation with her about work or some shit mm-hmm. and all right. And cue this, the scene, and serious face, take a breath, get into your role. What do they do, David? And scene. Or what scene. Is right? <laughs> Wait, What's... no, that's at the end, I think. Oh, um, yeah. What do they say? There's something. Action. It's okay. Action. Action. Yes. Action. Right. Here we go. Okay. Three, two, one. Action. So, um, you know, I'm trying to talk about my work. It's it's really disheartening when you're on the phone like that. You know, I'm just, I would love for you to like kind of pay attention to what I'm talking about. Cause I don't really feel heard when you're looking at your phone. I mean, what do you expect, babe? You just like come home and bitch about work every day. Like it's the same shit. Just get over it. Quit your job. I don't know. <laughs> do something <laughs> different. Oh my God. That really, oh, oh that was so good. <laughs> okay. Um, as character, don't break character. Who saw? Okay, but I, I mean, it, it really hurts me that you're saying that, you know, I, I just, sometimes, yes, I do vent, but like, you know, this kind of stuff is really important and I don't expect you to listen every single time, but you don't like, you don't even we don't even have a conversation. It's not all bad. I'm just telling you about my day and you can't, you can't put down your phone and listen to about my day. Like, do you care about what happens in my day? Cause that's what I'm seeing. I mean, what do you want me to do? Like solve all your problems for you or something? Like what, come on, what am I supposed to do? And then at this point, right. I would just, I guess not, whatever. I, won't, I guess I won't talk to you then. And then right? I'm like, all right. That was good. Great. Perfect. She shut good. up. <laughs> that was a good, bad Perfect. example. That was a bad example, right? I'm a great, bad partner. <laughs> good job. All right. Now we're going to do a good, good example of how a conversation should go between romantic partners, but the roles are going to be switched around. Same scenario. One person, so Sean in this situation, is venting about work. Esther is engaged in her phone. And how, okay. how are we going to make that a good, good combo? Okay, let's do it. Three, two, one. Action. 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 You got to say it with a little phrase. All right, here we go. Action. <laughs> Man, so I just like have been having such a hard time at work and I just mm-hmm. really want to talk to you about it. But I just feel like you're kind of caring more about, you know, Instagram and social media on your phone than listening to me. And I'm, I'm right here. I'd really appreciate if you could talk to me. Um, okay. What? All right. This seems like a kind of a serious, all right, let me, let me put that down, put it down. What, what's, what's, what do you mean? I feel like I listen to you plenty. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, we live together, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. And I know that we live together and, you know, you see me every day and there's always something new going on at work, but sometimes I just really need like a place that I can vent a little bit. And if it's too much, if I'm unloading too much, you know, you can let me know, but I love, you know, eye contact. And when you're, I have your full attention and you're fully engaged with me, even if it's just for, you know, a quick like 10, 15 minute conversation of just like stuff that I've been going through at work. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for letting me know, because honestly, I didn't really, I didn't realize it was a problem that I was on my phone while you're talking, you know, um, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm famous for being able to do two things at once. So, you know, I really never knew it would be a problem. So I do, we're kind of joking on that part, guys. (laughs) I had to throw that in there because this is like, I'm like notorious for only being able to do one (laughs) fucking thing at a time ever. Like one thing gets my attention. You better not be talking. You better not be doing nothing with me because only one thing ever mm-hmm. for me like mm-hmm. I can't text and walk at the same time I can't fucking like I can barely talk and walk at the same <laughs> time you know like it's that's sorry I had to insert that joke and they were they were both like trying not to fucking laugh because they know <laughs> yeah okay back to the scenario I didn't even really know it was a problem because you know we've been doing this the same thing for a while now so thank you for bringing that to my attention you know of course I want to listen to you and make you feel heard. So let's, what happened at work? Phone, phone away. Let's, let's promise I'll put my phone away for at least the first 10 minutes of dinner. Please tell me about your day. Thank you. Thank you for receiving that well. To break it down. We listened, right? Esther put her phone down. What is she saying? She's telling me I need to put my phone down. So I put the phone down. I listen. I give her my full attention and then we get into it. So good job. Easy, baby. That's all you, you just, gotta do. And then for Sean Lynn, right? It's she's communicating with me what her needs are, being up front. It's not on your phone again, mm-hmm. rolling your eyes and just eating angrily, mm-hmm. throwing your fucking fork <laughs> down, throwing your water down like you're annoyed, yes. whatever, dude. Because there are passive aggressive, like, there are passive aggressive fucking things you can do to show that you're angry, but not actually say that you're angry mm-hmm. or upset or whatever, right? In this case, she used her words and said, look, I would appreciate this. I don't appreciate, I don't appreciate when you're doing that. And I would appreciate this instead. Mm -hmm. And I hear it. Oh, wow. I didn't even fucking know this was a problem, you Mm -hmm. know? And that's most of the times, guys. We're not even fucking aware that it's happening. Like what? Because we're not mind readers. Mm -hmm. Sorry. God, I hate, I seriously, we are not mind readers. Nobody can read your mind. Mm -hmm. Use your fucking words. I'm Sorry, I had reader. to do tough love, Mama Esther style. <laughs> Use your fucking words, bitch. And being non-accusatory. Exactly. You always do this. You never listen. You don't care. You know, none mm-hmm. of that. You don't say that. Yes. That's not how you get your message across. Yeah, don't attack yes. the ego. Remember, we've talked about this. All right. Give us a bad example. Oh, this time. I want to be part of the game, okay? Okay, okay, All okay. right. So this one's going to be between parent and child. Bad example of how a combo should go. 
And I want to be the kid in this one. Okay. Ooh, I want Esther to be your mom. <laughs> Mama Esther's here. This is the bad one. All right, Shaman, set mm-hmm. us up. All right, so this, up, is, yes. this is a bad conversation between parent and child. And let's say, you know, the child comes home and is upset about something that happened at school, a specific scenario that seems like the end of the world because they're a child and, you know, things happen and it feels very dramatic to them. And the parent is not being receptive to this and not helping the situation. Go. So you come home, Ellie. Yes. So today, mom, um, somebody at school, my best friend, Bobby, was so mean to me. He threw my soda on the floor and it. Well, fuck Bobby. No, I'm just <laughs> Let's go beat his ass. Fuck Bobby. Where is his mom? I need to talk to his mother. <laughs> fuck that. No one treats my baby like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people, we need to start this over. All right, no, no, no. <laughs> Redo. Don't do the fucking voice. Yeah, please right. just be like a regular voice. Right. I can't be can't serious with that. Yeah. All right. So, Mom, I was so pissed. Stop. There's just speak more. regularly. I'm talking regular, dude. God. Uh, Bobby threw my soda during lunch. Okay, so honestly... That's just what guys do. What's the problem here, Ely? What's It was my soda, Mom. God, I hate you. <laughs> okay, I thought the parent was supposed to be the problem in this scenario. <laughs> well, no, it, it just developed. That's the thing, right? Both sides are going to be led down. If I don't feel heard, I'm going to check down. I feel like that too. escalation was like really Questionable. But no, I think we got the gist, okay? It's a bad example it escalates. Both sides could escalate. If I don't feel heard and validated, I'm going to shut down too. Okay. That's yeah. how life okay, works. Well, you know what? I hate your ass, your little bitch ass too. I don't know. <laughs> End scene. End scene. That was a great, terrible response, Esther. Great, that terrible. Yeah. Great, terrible. Yay. All right. <laughs> Who wants to be the child now? Meow. All right. I guess. Shalon, do you want to be the parent? Sure. Very good. All right, here we go. So this time, we're going to have a good example where similar situation where the child had an event happen that might be not a big deal, you know, in real life, but it's a big deal to the child. So this is actually a hilarious kind of scenario that happened with myself. So we can just go through it, okay? So let's let's set the scene. Shalon's my mother. She fucking... I asked... I asked you to do my eyebrows and you did them the way you know how. And I looked just so different in my head. So I'm like, I'm not going to school, mom. I look fucking horrible. I'm not going. Everyone's going to laugh at me. Honey, what's wrong? What do you like about the eyebrows? I look so stupid. How could you do this to me? How would you want them to be styled? I don't know, but you fucked it up. It looks so bad. Okay, so here, what can we do? Let's go on Google and you show me some pictures of what you were envisioning your eyebrows to look like, and let's see what we can do and how we. I can don't fix know, that. mom. I don't know, mom. Okay, because because 
everybody in their class does their eyebrows. I don't know how they do it, but I know that they, you need to do them. So I wanted them done. And now look at me. I can't go to school like this. What am I supposed to do? Do you have any uh, pictures of your classmates, the eyebrows that you actually love? I don't. <laughs> I don't. You're what do gonna, I do? You're giving me nothing here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about I'm going to get on So let's Google. just pretend. Yeah, <laughs> and let's I'll pretend, look up pictures for you. Yeah, let's pretend the damage are already done, right? So you can't yeah. grow more eyebrows and reshape them. So but we can what put we do? makeup on. We can yeah, still something. shape them and we can make them look nice. But I do need... Some examples of what you want done, sweetie. I need something of a, a picture or three or eight to work with. All right. Let me go on my iPad then because this is ridiculous. I can't believe you would make me try to go to school like this. I, You don't have to go to school like that, sweetie. We'll fix it, okay? Well, shit, okay. <laughs> Don't do <laughs> shit. My mom fucking made my ass just go to fucking school and I was crying at fucking school because I was like ugly as fuck. But you know what's so funny? I actually got like multiple compliments that day on my eyebrows. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I'm like, I don't even remember this. So good job to break it MC. down. Yeah. Shanlin validated. She heard the concerns. She didn't discount them and say, no, you're stupid. You're going to school anyway. She, she tried to fix, she tried to look at, you know, solutions. What do you want to look like? Let's find some yes. pics. Yes. Let's get a little pencil and draw it in there. I don't fucking know. But Just she tried. She validated the concerns. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're giving me nothing, kid. I love my fucking mom. <laughs> That's just so fucking funny, dude. So great job. Great job. Once we're off the air, I'll tell you what your prize is. <laughs> Oh, it's that kind mm. of prize. Oh, huh? yeah, baby. I'm going to turn the camera off. Hey, oh. So, to close out, get off your phones. Give those you are in a relationship your attention. Don't always want something, okay? There's got to be good and bad, and you got to be there for the bad, just like they're going to be there for you and the good, and vice versa. Be present. Don't try to always play a role. Foster an environment to promote healthy relationships. If you're in a bad relationship, okay, get out of it. If there's no fixing it, if your efforts aren't being reciprocated, then that's maybe what's called a toxic relationship. Maybe. I just want to add a little little thing there if it's a seriously toxic relationship perhaps borderline abusive perhaps verbally physically and you're having a very difficult time getting out of it find your resources find your friends find your people that will stand by you that will help you because it's not always as easy as just get out of your toxic relationship and I just want to make sure that you know we are understanding every situation and how it can be really difficult for people to get out of those sorts of things. So just want to, yeah. We don't want to victim blame yeah. either, right? Yeah, exactly. It's, dude, those kinds of things are very difficult. Mm-hmm. And 
those are very difficult. It's a, it's just as hard to fucking stay, you know, mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it really is. So All right. if you are in that situation, find your motherfucking people, mm -hmm. find the resources, mm -hmm. please get help. You do not need to wake up unhappy with your partner every fucking day. You do. Mm -hmm. You don't need your partner to make you feel like shit. You don't. They're there to support you and care for you and love you. And I'm not saying that you 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 should never have a bad day with your partner, but like, it should mostly be good. Sorry to break it to you, but it should not be like this glimmer of happiness once in a fucking while that mm -hmm. keeps you in state and keeps you there. Okay, it should be. Most of the time, pretty damn awesome. And mm -hmm. sometimes, yeah, you guys get into it. But, and it shouldn't be like fucking physical into it, by the way. Just a little FYI. Mm -hmm. <laughs> all right. Ever. Snaps, snaps, snaps all around. Very true. Good job, Shauna. Good job, Esther. All right. In the next episode, we're going to talk about learning how to be happy. Happy, 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 happy. <laughs> And we also wanted to set the expectation that pretty soon we're going to pivot, change gears a little bit, and we're going to get into a different segment, maybe less philosophical and more practical. But we're practical very, help very excited. Yes. Uh, I'm pretty fucking excited, too. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're going we're gonna to change gears. We're... We're, we're going to get into some more physicality, worldviews, the mm -hmm. shit, you know, like mm -hmm. actual, maybe, you know, self-help kind of mindset is not like your thing. Maybe yeah. <laughs> we need to get to like actual shit. Can we get an example? Can we get a little teaser, Ellie? I don't, I mean, I have one, but I, um. Yeah. Give them the teasers oh, for the one. one. Let's, yeah. Let's I just, you know, I app, wanted to save them. Let me think. Let me think. So, um, how to make friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That one is going to be led by yours truly, baby. <laughs> so first and foremost, thank you so much, Seanlin, for joining us on this wonderful episode. Snaps for Seanlin. <laughs> we knew you had to be part of it. Relationships. Boom, yes. baby. Boom. Thanks, You're girl. the... You're the glue between us. I mean, you were. Not mm -hmm. anymore, but it's... Whoa. Like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. But I'm saying we're all on equal footing as far as loving each I'm other. I'm just saying that's not how I wanted to tell her about us. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Might be, might be, might be. All right. Anything else from anybody? You're both beautiful Thanks people. Thanks for joining us, you tiny little slut. We <laughs> fucking loved it. I mean, me and Seanlin, honestly, you guys can't see what we're fucking doing. But, like, Ellie is, like, literally saying things so seriously. Like, talking and me and Seanlin are shimming our titties at each other on the camera. Like, we're just being so fucking stupid. This is why I love this stupid bitch. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, so it's been so nice having you here and, like, join us for something that me – I mean, it really brings both Elia and I a lot of joy to do these podcasts. So, like, for you to make a guest star appearance when we actually talk about you multiple times, it's really fun and nice. I really yeah. – I'm really happy that you came and did this with us. Thanks, Esther. I'm happy I came and did it too. <laughs> Maybe we'll see you again. Ooh.
Ooh. Ooh. Don't tease him like that, baby. Alrighty. Okay. Bye. 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 Later, baby. Ooh. Ooh.